0: Yo, so back again, um, Explain. Um, It's been a couple of, uh, um, uh, maybe weeks since I did uh, uh, my last one. Uh, we are fully in, as a country, lockdown mode, panic mode. Um, I was just um, looking at something. 6.6 million people, I think, apply for unemployment this week. Which is obviously a staggering, crazy figure. Um, I don't know where exactly I'm about to go with this. Um, I just kind of got like inspired to just like really just talk right now, honestly. You um, like I said, I don't know exactly where I'm about to go with this. I have no idea. Um, I just got inspired to talk. Um, you know, like every day you start to see somebody on Twitter be like, "Yo, I lost this person. I lost that person," which is crazy and unfortunate. Um, especially because like it's 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 so many people where you know it just seems like it's not their time yet you know um it's not really like natural causes you know it's a disease something that didn't exist you know f- four months ago and if um it never would have existed these people would still be alive um and also it's something that makes you obviously look at your own mortality um for me I think that um, I began to look at mine differently, um, you know, when, uh, when my mother passed away, um, I state that you really never really know how old you are, um, until one of your parents passes away, and then you realize, like, yo, or just somebody close to you in general, like, somebody really, really close to you, um, but I say parents, and I feel like it hits more, um, you came from them, so when one of them passes away, you realize, like, yo, people die, and people don't come back. But I think in this situation, it forces everybody to look at their mortality, you know, I mean, even just cause you, you know, supposed to be young and you're supposed to be healthy and you're supposed to be a person who can, you know, can live through it and be okay. You don't know, you know, um, you don't know, you know, so you want to be safe and take all precautions because again, like you really, really just don't know. Um, and that's the scary and unfortunate part for everybody um, is that you really just don't know. Um, you know, I know everybody wants to let you know point, like point blame on somebody, and you know, obviously, like I said before, the government has to get their fair share of blame. But I mean, in this situation, I don't think there's any way, you know, that I, I, I think the way that we live as a country, for one, um, kind of, and and the rights that we have as a country, um, kind of, uh, kind of, um, not of lead us to be in the position that we are right now like I was you know watching something from the Philippines um and like the leader would literally like if you break curfew I'm gonna shoot you dead in the street <laughs> excuse me um be like yo I'm gonna shoot you dead in the street and like that's just not what we do in America like we don't shoot people in the street you know even though You know, like, we're supposed to be on lockdown. Like, we're not really on lockdown, lockdown. We're on, like, yo, can you please, 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 please stay in the house? It's not like, you know, um, they walking out here shooting people if you, you know, not in the house. Um, And again, I think that attributes a lot to what we're going through as a country right now. Um, I know New York has it terrible. Um, I think a lot of that is just because you see... For one they have two international airports. Everybody come from Europe, they come into New York. Also, everybody in New York lives so close together. Like you on the you know, you, you on the, the subway, touching the same things on, you know, the subway, all the apartments pretty close together. Um flight that adds a lot to it. Um, but um you California, I've seen something that said, you know, it looks like we may avoid the fate that New York is sharing. Um, I think a lot of that also is just because of the way that we live. You know, we live a little bit more isolated than what New York does. We You know, for the most part, we mostly drive. People aren't really on public transportation like that. Um, You know, you have, like, mountains and shit in between us, you know. So I think that all right, the fact that we're a little bit more isolated kind of helps. Um um with slowing down a virus like this. Um, but I mean we're in this thing now. Like we're fully, fully in it. They say they don't even expect us to hit our peak by April, uh, like the end of April and those are all projections. And even if they do let us back outside eventually, like because there's no, you know, cure, there's probably gonna be a second wave we're probably gonna to do this again at some point in time, you know, within the with in the year at some point, um, because there's no cure right now. Um and I think that, I mean, I'm sure everybody realizes it now, but, like, you're just living history. Um, you know, like, you're living stuff that our kids are going to read about in textbooks or that our kids are going to ask us about. Like, we're fully in it and we're fully living it right now. Um, and, you know, I know people are doing these things. Like, I used to come out of this with a hobby. I mean, me personally, like, you know, I took it up on myself to record more music. Um, but that's just me taking about myself to record more music um that's just something well record music in the house um obviously I wanna go to the, I, I I go to the studio probably I want to say once a week in general um by the way me sniffling like I'm fine <laughs> it's just what I'm fine um but yeah I, um what was that uh oh yeah I go to the studio once a week anyway and I just didn't want that to stop because I'm in the house now. Uh, but for those of you like you see all these memes on Twitter, like, oh you just come out this with a hobby and like I don't think this is the most creative time for people, you know? Like people are real life dying outside, bro. Like real life dying, real life getting sick, is people to worry about. Like, you know, my dad's been calling me every two days. Like I call him, I call my grandma, I'm worried about her. She's, you know, eighty nine, like she lived a long time, but that, I mean, I want her to go, you know, so I'm trying to make sure she's okay, and, like, I can't go see him, you know, cause, like, going, going to see him is more dangerous than anything, like, I don't want to get on the plane, travel across the country, you know, have to get in a rental car, be in an airport, like, that's more dangerous than, you know what I'm saying, um, staying away from him, and, you know, just praying that, you know, they covered by the blood of Jesus, and that they'll be okay, um, so it's not really a time I think that creativity can thrive for a lot of people. You know, even me, like, I don't feel the most creative. Um, I feel a little bit creative, but not, like, the most creative. I'm um, definitely coming up with different content than what I would usually come up with. Um, but, you know, music is something I've turned to since I was 14 years old. So it's 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 almost like a habit for me, more so than even, like... Um, you know like i'm like i'm trying to be creative like it's literally a habit like i think of lines all day it's just what i do like again it's a habit for me but like i said i don't think this is the most um inspirational time for creativity so I don't want people to feel bad if you you know if if you just take this time to chill and just take this time to just be worried about you know your loved ones because we don't know how long we're gonna be in this you know you say early projections maybe May June like but who really knows you know um this could be the way that we like ride out the year like who knows I mean I don't think it'll last forever I hope it won't last forever you know I hope that Eventually medicine kept a veil and we can find, you know, like a cure or, or or at least something to deal with the symptoms and deal with um the virus better. Um before, you know, too many people had to perish and lose their lives. Um but like I said, bro, like I, I think that it's a it's a it's a really weird time in society and like you're living history. And um I think that like I said, every generation goes through something where like they won't be the same after it. Um, and I think that this is our time to go through something where we, we won't be the same after it, you know? Um, probably I think the last event was 9-11, but even with 9-11, it was something that, like, it affected everybody. Like, you think about the way you, like, traveled and, you know, I mean, we went into war after that. Like, I mean, I wasn't an adult on that day, so, like, I don't know what people felt. But I just remember, like, everybody, I mean, I remember my dad, like, yo, what did you think about it? I was like, yo, it was terrible. He was like, yeah, it was terrible. You know, but, like, again, I I, I wasn't an adult, so I wasn't looking at it from, like, an adult mind frame. Like, yo, like, I can only imagine being my age then seeing, you know, planes hit buildings and instantly knowing that, like, you were not living in the same world anymore. Like, the world that you had at 8 a.m. that morning, Eastern time, was not the world that you had at 8.45, I think at 8.45, 8.46, whatever time it was when the first plane hit the building. Like, the world was immediately different. Um, Probably, you know, before then, I think maybe Columbine was the time. I think the world was different immediately. Like, I don't think that you had seen that in schools before. Like, I think that was the first time. I think that parents always felt, you know, safe sending 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 their kids to school. And um, I think that was the first time that maybe, you know, if you were a parent, like, like I can only imagine being a parent in that time and seeing – you know, what happened in Columbine, you know, you you think that, you know, school is supposed to be a safe haven, that, you know, you can send your child there, and at least, you know, n- nothing like that'll happen, you know, they may get into a fight or something like that, or, you know, some violence may happen, but not, you know, nobody walking into school and just aimlessly, you know, murdering 20 people, like, you didn't think that that was something that, that could happen before that day, you know, Um, um, there's been many other times in history, I think that you know when Magic Johnson got AIDS I think that was a point in time which you know the world would never be the same I think that you know at that point in time people had to examine the sex that they had and just like examine the way they were living their lives um Vietnam War I think you knew the world wasn't gonna be be, be the same after that war when you, Kennedy's death Doc, Dr. King's death Malcolm X's death I think you can go back in time like every generation you know has their you know times when you know the world's never going to be the same as it is. and I think that this is our time that we know You know, as soon as it started, the world's never going to be the same. You know, we're going to lose some people before their time, which sucks and sucks to say. And I hate that I have to say that. Um, Even, like, when I go in public, the way that, you know, I think about myself being in public. I don't want to be this close to nobody. Like, how do we go back to, like, after we just seen what we've seen and been through what we've been through to, like, Some people might social distance like forever, not to say forever, but this might be like their new way of lives. They may develop, you know, who knows what middle issues somebody may develop because of this time. You know, who knows what anxiety issues somebody may develop because of this time. You know, like I was in CVS yesterday, you know, I'm buying water and, you know, uh, the lady, the couple before me, I guess they had had an issue with their receipt and, you know, they have the six foot markers. But she didn't go back to the six-foot marker. Like, she was just standing right at the conveyor belt, like, which is, like, three feet away from me. Like, my mind, I'm, like, panicking the fuck out. Like, bro, like, yo, like, you might get me sick. I'm, like, legit panicking. Like, I'm really actually mad, but I don't want to, you know, be, you know, like, I don't want to be an asshole about the situation. But I'm, like, legit mad and scared. Like, yo, like, get the fuck away from me. Like, do you know, like, what's not going, like, do you not know what's going on? You know, so who knows what anxiety issues we may develop, people with mental health, like who knows what middle, mental health issues may come. Who knows what health issues, you know, may come because of this, you know, like let's say you do get in and you recover, like will your lungs ever be the same? Like will they be, you know, 20 years down the line some health issues that came from the fact that you had coronavirus at, you know, a young age, but well, not a young age, but at, you know, a certain age, um, like who knows, you know? Um, who knows if the virus means... Like, we don't know what's going to happen. I think that's the most uncertainty, you know? And then also, the economy. Like, you know, when we do come through it, and hopefully we do, like, what happens to the economy? When do people get their jobs back? How do people get their jobs back? Um, you know, like... Does society take a plunge, you know, because everybody's hungry and starving? And like I said, it doesn't really, it don't really take much for people to, you know, go go into survival mode. And when people go into survival mode, it's me against you. You know, people do a lot of things when they're hungry and when they, you know, when they, when they kids need food, when, you know, they just trying to survive. People do a lot of things that they wouldn't normally do, you know. So how long until that happens, you know? Um, And nobody has an answer. You know, I look at politicians and, you know, Trump. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's done the best job, obviously. There's so many things he could have done differently. For one, I think he talks too much. I think that him having a press conference every day doesn't really serve him well. Um, I don't think he needs to talk every single day. Um, You know, even going going up and admitting things like, yo, they was trying to impeach me. So, you know, I kind of didn't think about coronavirus, like, nobody wants to hear that, bro, like, people are dying, and you're talking about your impeachment, and, like, thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands thousands of people are dying, like, people are losing sons, daughters, fathers, mothers, grandfathers, grandmothers, nobody wants to hear about your impeachment, bro, Um, but, again, I think politics are such a hard job, man, I think that, I don't know if there was any way in America and like just when in America knowing that, you know, we're a melting pot, people coming from all over the country, the way we live life, we come and go as we please. I don't know if there was a way for us to like stop this from happening. I think that we definitely could have been better prepared to deal with it. Um, But I don't think that we would have been able to like stop this from happening, Um, which sucks. I think that this was inevitable. I don't think the loss of life was inevitable, but I do think um you know, the loss of jobs and things like that, which is ultimately inevitable. You know, um, I mean, even if we did have all the ventilators, you can't just send people to work and get everybody sick and risk, you know, living the same, you know, life that we live in because then you're still gonna overrun the healthcare system because there's still only so many ventilators you can make or, you know, so many masks you can make, so many doctors, you, you know, that you can have. So I think politics is just a hard job in general. And, you know, I don't wanna give, you know, Congress or anybody any more shit than what they're already getting um again i definitely think that they could have done much better but i just think politics is just such a hard job especially with dealing with a situation like this like is just something you haven't seen in like a hundred years i mean like yeah people made pandemic handbooks obviously and you know maybe they didn't follow the pandemic handbook but it's still a handbook and you estimating what might happen like there's no way to really know until like you in it you know what i'm saying like mike tyson said everybody got a plan to they punch in the mouth you get punched in the mouth, like all that training you did, everything you know. That some of that shit go out the window, and it's just, hey, bro, we gotta figure it out on the go. Um, so again, it's just such a hard job, man, and like again, we dealing with something that you ain't seen in a hundred years, and even when you saw it a hundred years ago, the world wasn't at the same you know place that it was at. I feel like a hundred years ago, you know, people didn't travel the same, you know, travel wasn't the same. Um, also, last time a pandemic happened, you were dealing with World War One. So people didn't even really want to sit people in the house. People wanted people to go outside even more, you know, because they wanted you to go to work because we got a water fund. Um, But also, like I said, travel wasn't the same. So it took much longer for something to travel from New York to California because you just couldn't hop on a plane. It didn't have, like, you know, 50 flights going back and forth every day from California to New York and things like that, like. Things travel much slower. Information travels slower. You know, the president couldn't hop up there and give a press conference every single day. Like he had to, you know, put some in. You know, uh, like write a column and like get it out to a newspaper, and they had to print it up. And the column had to be edited. You know, media wasn't the same. You know, and the thing about the media being the way it is now is there's so much fear. Like you log on every day and you can see the statistics: like 800 people died, 900 people died, 1,000 people died. You know. 1,200 people die, like, every single day, like, just in, in your face, in your face, in your face, in your face. Um, you know, I had a bar in a song. Um, I said, generation of anxiety just look how we live, and it's only getting worse. So I pray for my kid, and he ain't even here yet, not even thought of. I just know that I can't keep her from these set of problems, like, so much anxiety that comes with it, you know. Um, they can write all the handbooks they want, but that don't really cover, you know, human, human, like, the human side of it and how humans are going to react to it. Um, so I don't think there's any perfect way to deal with this situation. Um, you know, and, 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 I mean, obviously I don't want to say we, you know, find some good in it because there's no good to be found in, you know, thousands of people, you know, losing their lives and millions of people being affected by this. You know, there's no good in it, but I mean, I think if there's one thing, um, that we can, you know, take and try to make the world a better place after it is just, you know, caring for each other and caring for your fellow man, caring for your fellow woman. Um, I think that at the darkest moments, You know, humans get a chance to love. And um, I think that love can always prevail. Um, And I think that love is something that you have to do right now. Um, It's really all we have. All we have less is love. And I I think just just some of the simple things about, you know, being human, I think I just highlight it right now because there's less distractions. You know, like, you just can't, um, um, you know, go out somewhere, you know, like, you're stuck in a house. So whoever you're stuck in the house with, you have to talk to them, you know. Um, I think it's a lot of time for families to bond, um, and I think that that can't be taken for granted. Um, you know, I don't know how much in this day and age families get to bond, you know. I mean, even if you also, you know, even if you were thousands, thousands of miles away, like, I think families also get, you know, a chance to, you know, call each other more, you um, Like I said, it's still a bonding opportunity. Um, Like I said, you know, even when I was going through Rona dates and I was, you know, saying that, I think you get a chance to even know your partner better and, you know, have some conversations, some real conversations with people that you may not have had if, you know, you were living your everyday life and you were, you know, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I think you get a chance to lean on love. Like I said, I don't think leaning on love is ever a bad thing. I think that if there's anything you can take away from this time, it's that. Um... And, yeah, just know that, like I said, you living in history, bro, like, you know, in 20 years, you know, God bless, we all come through it, you know, we all stronger from it, and, you know, we look back on it, and it's just something that we, you know, live through, Um, you know, and it didn't break us, and it doesn't break us, it doesn't break our country, it doesn't break the world, you know, Um, and, you know, you live in history, like I said. These are things your kids gonna read about. These are things that your kids gonna ask you about in 20 years. Like, yo, like, were you around for the coronavirus? Like, yo, like, what like, what was it like, Um, you know, for people having children? I know, you know, my homie's becoming, you know, a father. Like, I see, like, you know, what, what, what he's doing and how he's, like, handling everything, and it's crazy. Like, you bringing kids into this world as well. Um, it's a crazy time, man. A crazy, 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 crazy time, but, you know, I don't want us to think that it's, you know, maybe this specific thing is different, obviously, you know, like we haven't had a pandemic in a hundred years, but I do think that there are always things in life that just like define a generation, you know? And like, like I said, life is never the same afterwards, you know, um, and if you live long enough, you'll probably see multiple things like that, you know, that define a generation and life will never be the same afterwards. Like I said, i talked to my grandma and she was born, you know, my godmother, We have conversations. She was born in 1930. So she seen shit World War II. She's seen civil rights movement. She's seen Kennedy be assassinated. Dr. King be assassinated. She's seen um, Malcolm X be assassinated. She's seen the Vietnam War. She's seen, you know, shit, the rise of hip hop. She's seen um, the Cold War. She's seen the crack era. She's seen the first black president, she's seen September 11th, she's seen Columbine, and she was a school teacher on top of that. She's seen Columbine, she's seen, I mean, and whatever else in between. Um, like I said, there's just so many things that, you know, define an era and define generations. And, um, you know, I just think we living in it. You know, I mean, honestly, I think you could say the last pandemic, I mean, at least for black people, was the crack era. I think you could really say that was a real life pandemic for inner cities. Um, Like I think that I think that it shaped inner cities, and I think that you're still dealing with the effects from the crack era to this day. Um, You know, like even I remember, like you know, I I, like watching it. You know, the NBA draft um, like 15 years ago, around like 03, like 02. You know, like, 03, 02, 05, 06, 07, like that era. And, like, you would see, you would rarely see, like, fathers. You would only see mothers. You only see single mothers. You would rarely see actual families. Like, you just now getting back to the point where you see the NBA draft and you seeing, like, families and, like, black fathers. You just now getting back to that point. You see only single mothers for so, so long. You know, so honestly, I think the last pandemic, at least for African Americans, was the crack era. Like I said, so, 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 so much was affected Like inner cities were completely destroyed Families were destroyed Like, I mean, I don't want to say it was another slavery Because slavery is a whole different level But I think it has some of the same effects as that Like it completely destroyed families um, I mean, violence was at an all-time high You know, um, but I think, again, that was a defining moment But also so much, so much came out of that You know, so much music came out of that So much culture came out of that You know, things that, you know, we still, you know, uh, find roots in today, um, came out of that, um, classic movies came out of that, you know, like I said, culture, you know, music came out of that, um, but, you know, so, I mean, you know, who knows what comes out of this, you know, hopefully, again, we can physically all come out of it alive and well and healthy. I pray for everyone's health, um, everyone's health, man, I pray for you guys, family's health, um, you know, um. I'm not going to tell you guys what to believe in. I believe in Jesus, you know, but whatever you believe in, whoever you pray to, make sure you pray to them. Make sure you call your families, um, you know, hold them close, hold them near to your heart. Um, love while you can. Um, and just, you know, make sure you stay safe and don't be an idiot, you know, and make sure you don't live in fear, but live smart, you know, still live your life. You know, don't be out, you know, like if you want to take a walk, take a walk. You know, if you need to get some fresh air, get some fresh air. Try to have fun. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, like, don't risk your life and please don't risk other people's lives, you know, and other people's loved ones' lives. You know, um, just be as safe as you possibly can, man. And um, like I said, man, I wish you wish you guys all well. Um and, you know, I'm sure I'll do another one soon. Um, hopefully. I can have some good news, and it won't sound as bleak, man. It's like eight fifty in the morning. Like I haven't slept all night. I recorded some music tonight, and I just figured out, you know, get this to you guys before I finally, eventually, pack it in and go to sleep. Go and you know go to sleep. Um, but yeah, man, it's been Power of displaying. Um, I think I'll call this one. I think it's episode twenty-four, which is crazy. I think I'll call this one "We Are Living History." Um, man, yeah, man. Until next, until next time. Um, I'll talk to you guys and um Paver just playing. I'll ask you. Peace.